Hey guys, what's up? This is Dan, and you are listening to the Internship Podcast. Uh, I'm joined here with Matt, of course. What's up, Matt? What's up, Dan? Not much, not much. Um, so today, guys, we're going to talk to you guys about graduate school, higher education. But before we do that, I do want to say, if you enjoy our content, if we're bringing value to you guys, let us know. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, shoot us a message. Uh, follow us on Instagram, the Internship Podcast. Check out our website. We have some PDF downloads for you if you subscribe, theinternshippodcast.com. Uh, we just want to make sure that what we're doing uh, is getting out there and, and is helping people. So um, that's all I got to say about that. We can dive right in. Matt, higher education, graduate school. Yeah, higher education. We'll, we'll jump into, basically, we're just going to run through a pros and cons of this, right? We're going to take like a, a really objective look at higher education and is it worth it? And I think this is an increasingly popular uh, topic right now. So it's like, is this this, you know, three letter piece of paper the thing that's going to jumpstart my career, get, right. get me to an executive level at Google within three years, right? Or should I really be considering some different options? So we'll, like I said, we'll weigh out the pros, we'll weigh out the cons. It's not a, it's not a black and white matter by any means, but I think that's why it's obviously a good topic to talk about. So why don't we kick it off here, Dan? Give me, give me your take on it. Like, yeah, is it, it is it a go? Is it a is it a no for you? So for me. I think this is a great time to be doing this episode. And the reason why I say that is because we graduated in the last recession and now you're, we're going through this coronavirus thing and people are getting out of school, but there may not be a lot of jobs today. People are graduating literally this month and they're wondering, where am I going to find a job? And so what had happened in 2011 when I graduated, 2012 for you, I believe, um, I just felt like a lot of people were saying, I'm going to defer my student loans and I'm going I'm going to not do the job search thing and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pursue graduate school just because I don't know what else to do and that just led to more student debt and it also led to a ton of people graduating from uh, you know with as an attorney uh, with a JD with um an MBA or with a masters of other sorts and there were so many people like my mom works in legal and they had so many applicants during that time who were graduating with their JD for attorney roles that it it drove down the value of being an attorney, basically. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It was just everybody was saying, I don't know what to do, so I'm going to go to graduate school. And so if that's what you're thinking, I think that's totally the wrong wrong path. So that's my take there. Now, do I think it's valuable? I think it's valuable if you already have some real real world experience. And it's required for that next level. But getting it right out of school, an MBA in particular, going and and diving into an MBA program with zero actual experience, you're really not getting the value out of that. So that's kind of my, um, that's my viewpoint. I will say that if you want to be a doctor or a physical therapist, or I got a whole list here, actually. Um, yeah, any psychology, any, any anything that you're an actual specialist yeah, in, CPA, one hundred percent. Yeah, and I think we've talked about this before, and that just goes along with education in general. Right. Those are things that we feel like it could be well worth it, and will will set you ahead of the curve. Now, I will say that I feel like any time that you're investing in yourself, um, you know, I think it's a good thing, right? But is a is a juice worth the squeeze in in this matter, right? Because the average MBA. You're looking at costing between fifty and eighty thousand dollars, and if you're looking at like a top level MBA yeah, program, two hundred thousand dollars plus. 
Yeah. Right? So it's not as easy as should I get it or should I not? Now, I do believe that the average person that gets their master's or MBA makes what? What was it? $16,000 more a year? Yeah. It was like there were three studies that I read about and I can't reference them, but yeah, basically, it was between fourteen thousand and eighteen thousand. Right, it, more so right a year. There. So, yeah. and, but here's the thing we get into now: is that correlation or causation? Right, like is it the information that they learned in their MBA program, or is it like you you were talking about earlier? Do they do they have that growth mindset? Is it a willingness to learn? Right. Is it a willingness to invest in yourself? to get better as a professional, right? Yeah, so for me, it's definitely, look, the person who wants to pursue an MBA for the right reasons or a master's degree for the right reasons or, you know, wants to get to the next level to get that promotion, I think that person has a certain mindset. Um, And so that just leads to more money. Now, I will say, okay, $16,000. Let's break up the cost of how much is grad school on average? Undergrad or no graduate school? You said so fifty to eighty k. Okay, so let's let's say what sixty five k. You know, so if you go right out, you graduate, you get your bachelor's degree, and you go right into graduate school, you've just lost a couple of years of real life working experience making money. So let's say you could make, you know, fifty thousand dollars a year on the on the low end. I'm just throwing out a number. So that's a hundred thousand dollars plus over those two years. So you give up $100,000 plus it costs you eighty or $70,000, whatever. Um, so now you're $170,000 behind, but you're only going to make, for easy math, $17,000 more per year. So you have to work 10 years just to kind of break even on that whole, should I go to... Does that make sense? Yeah, no, 100% makes sense. And I think we're both going to agree here in this point where it's like, if you get your bachelor's degree, go straight into the workforce. There are plenty of opportunities to get your MBA, master's, whatever it is online. Spending two years, extra years, without getting that real-life work experience and quote-unquote getting kicked in the teeth for the first time, you, you need to get that out of the way. There's no excuse. I mean, obviously, there are excuses. People have families. There's emergencies. But for the most part, you know, I think a lot of people are doing it because either A, it's uh, there's a lot of uncertainty in the job market. Right. Or B, they're not just ready to grow the fuck up. Yeah. So if you want to do it, I guess my advice really would come down to do it for the right reasons. And I didn't even factor in the amount of student loan. Well, I guess I didn't factor in the student loan cost there, with you know ten years just to just to get to break even. So, um, you know, and, and by the way, so there was a study done that I wanted to talk about that I thought was interesting. Is and, and this was a little bit older, but. Um, I'll dive into it. So 1970, 26,000 MBAs were were given out, right? In 2004, 139,000. So that was still 16, 17 years ago. So now I, I can't even imagine how many they are, there are. But think about the dilution of the value of an MBA unless it's from a top-level school. So, for example, if you're going to Harvard and you're paying 215 grand. Um, that's probably worth it because of the connections you get. You get connections to former presidents, you know, just just from being a graduate of that Harvard Business School. Um, that's a little bit different than than graduating from, you know, maybe an Arizona State MBA program or something. So, um, right, just some thoughts there. Yeah, and I so and there's uh there's the other side of of the MBA or the master's programs, right? It's the people that have been in the workforce for a while and are thinking, okay, do I go? And some companies will, I, although I'll say a lot less companies now, 
are looking for that to promote someone. I actually know of less and less companies needing that to get a promotion. I actually, yeah. uh, Fortune 500 company I work for, the head of sales of that company, didn't have a master's degree, didn't have an MBA, but there are a lot of people who aren't even looking for it for that. They just feel stuck in their career, right? They right. feel like... And they, they're using it as a pivot tool, but it really doesn't do much for them. Yeah. They think, you know, okay, should I go back and get my master's because I'll learn something new and maybe it'll, you know, maybe it'll get my career to the next level because I'll have those three. I know a lot of people who have done that and then don't do anything with that MBA. Right. And, and there's a lot of people that graduate with their bachelor's, go directly. And so I call these people degree collectors. Okay. They have like three bachelor's degrees. They have six minors and they have a, ma- you know what I mean? Then they go get their master's and then what's next? They're going to get a doctorate or something. So those people are, are, um, very well educated and they're very smart, but it's almost like your condition. Some people get conditioned because, Hey, you did school for 17, 18, 19 years or whatever, and you don't know what to do. So you just continue to go to school because that's what you're, what you're accustomed to, you know? Yeah. Go ahead. No, I wanted to talk about your point though, is like, so there was a study also New York times put this out. This was also old. I don't know why all my studies are old, but this was 2006. Uh, they looked at 482 companies on the New York Stock Exchange. And I know we're talking a lot about MBAs, but that's, that's an easy one to look at because it's somewhat generalized. Um, only 162 of the CEOs of 482 public companies had their MBAs. So that just shows me that the majority don't don't go to graduate school, but they still are able to achieve a very high level executive leadership role running a public company. And and that's about as, as big as it gets on the corporate, in the corporate world, obviously. Right. And then a hundred and how many of those, what, hundred, hundred and what out of 162 had the MBA. Okay. 162 had the MBA. And then just think about this, how many of them actually needed the MBA, right? Right. So there's a, there was actually a study done on payscale.com that said 31% of students regretted their master's or JD or higher education or whatever it was. One of the things was student loans, you know, so they factored in people that had everything paid for along with the people who completely took out student loans for everything, right? So met in the middle, undergrad was $29,000, master's $42,000, MBA $45,000, which is is a significant amount of money, right? Yeah. Uh, There also were things like the area of study, you know, People regret that, that, you know, they didn't want to go get their master's in organizational communication. I mean, Dan, can you imagine paying for an education in a field you don't actually do anything in? Right. Oh, wait, that's me. (laughs) And and just about every other fucking person out there. Hey, I have the communications degree as well. And yeah, I mean, we talk about that. The majority of people who get a degree don't end up working in that field. Right. You you know, you got to find your first job and you got to find what you like. You might start a job right out of school and realize this isn't what I want at all. So for you to pursue another forty-five, fifty, eighty thousand dollars in debt or two years of your life, even if you can pay it off, Without even knowing if that's really what you want to do, um, to me that's a mistake. So again, and this isn't a this isn't an anti uh, higher education, anti school, anti anything. It's if you're going to do it, be intentional, right? Like do it for the right reasons. Really have an understanding of what this is going to do for you in the short and the long term, and especially like the school. I think the school is going to have a big uh, big thing to do with that and what the program looks like and what the alumni. 
uh, and the, the networking opportunities. Because one of the big reasons people regret it is they go through with it in their midlife, but they've got other obligations so they don't get the opportunity to network, right? Like one of the yeah. biggest things and advantages for that, I feel like for an MBA, I mean, law of averages, right? You are the people that you associate yourself with. So if you're not using your alumni association or whatever it is, or your MBA program to level up the people that you're around, right? Then I think you're completely wasting your money. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> there's, there's so many ways to dive into this and, uh, and just so you guys know we're not we're not saying that it's not a good thing to do if it's going to actually help you level up but you don't know if it's going to help you level up until you dive into your career a little bit get some real world experience and then from there you can decide hey does my company require this for me to get to the next level of management or to the next level of whatever and one thing i wanted to talk to you about matt is certification so like let's look at hr because we know hr right like you have your your sphr yep hr um, hrsa um, something. Yeah. Another. So, so those don't require master's degrees, but what they do is they do add a little notch in your belt in terms of professionalism. And there's plenty of certifications out there for a lot of professionals that are much more focused, much less expensive, and basically do the same thing as a master's degree. And they, you know, they take a lot less time to get, you take a test, you know, you do some studying, but maybe it's a thousand bucks versus $70,000. And so there's a lot of career paths that you need to look at that mm -hmm. and say, are there certifications that can help me more than a master's degree? Absolutely. And I take that back. HRSA is health resources. So it's, uh, what is it? It's uh, SPHR. Well, PHR is professional human and resources. And then there's one. a senior level one, right. which is the SPHR. And so I know, I don't know too much about those, but what I do know is yes, there's a certification. You get up to date on, you know, regularly on regulations, what's going on in the world. Also, they hold regular networking events. So you get to sit there and meet with people that are doing it the best that are po that could possibly do it in your area. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the networking opportunities are huge, right? Yep. Um, so if you are going to go down the graduate level school path, definitely leverage the relationships and any opportunities you get to talk with high-end professionals in that field, whether it's education, whether it's you know, psychology or, you know, physical therapy, whatever, because there are, let's be real, there are some professions that you're, you have to go to graduate school. And I totally get that. You yeah. know, we're talking to the people who are on the fence more than anything about, should I go do this or should I not? And, you know. Yeah. So again, I think educating yourself in any way, shape or form is good, right? But it's the application of that. Like, what are you going to do for that to better your career and better yourself as a person. So if, when you're looking into higher level education, again, really do a deep dive, not just because you know a parent or family member did it, not just because you heard this is what you need to do, like actually take time, do research on the school, on the program, on what actual, um, you know, I guess what course you're going to take. And, um, you know, and make sure that you're not only going to invest time in the education, but you're going to invest time in the actual networking and the leveling yourself up. Yeah, I 100% agree. And my big thing is there's so many ways for you to learn through basically the school of hard knocks or whatever, or real experience, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I think that's why there's so many CEOs who don't have an MBA. Education only gets you so far, you know, and so... 
getting that experience first, I think is, is the way to go. And then if it, if it's required in the future, then, then do it while you're working full time. Don't waste two years of your life. If you don't have to, um, like I said, there is an exception with, with certain professions that you do have to go that route. But, um, anyways, I, I mean, really that's all I have to say about this particular topic. I mean, yeah, I think we covered the main points, right? I, again, we don't think it's a, it's a no-go for sure. I think there's a lot of people who use them wisely, but don't be one of those people that ends up an extra fifty to $80,000 in debt just because they got bored with their career or just because mom and dad did it back in the day when it was a lot more scarce and the market's not as saturated with MBAs and masters. Yeah, and, and don't do it just because you're worried about not being able to find a job. And you don't know what you're going to do about your student loans or whatever. I mean, I just feel like don't collect degrees just to do it. Do it because you want to do that, because you want to be there, and then that's cool. Don't waste your money and your time, though, if you're just looking for an out of trying to find a job right now. Yep. All right. That's all I got, man. So we have our first guest coming on. So I'll preface that, I guess, a little bit. Derek Scott, who's a pretty amazing individual. Um, and we're just excited. We're growing the podcast a little bit. And uh, we did a webinar with uh, Southeast Missouri State uh, this week. Uh, I don't know if we'll be able to get that footage or not. Um, but if we can, we'll post that to the website. So keep checking the website, see if we can get that up, uh, just because it was a private session for their students. Yeah. And if you are uh, if you are in a career center or you're connected to career centers or you're just interested in our podcast and what we have to say, feel free to reach out to us directly. Um, because even though it was more of a private thing for SEMO, we're open to do it to other universities and we're not charging anything. No, no. I mean, everything we do right now is free. Um, you know, we really want to help people out and that, that was the goal of the whole podcast. And if you have a university and you have, uh, let's say you're in the marketing department and you think it'd be valuable to have us talk to one of your classes or whatever, we we're happy to do webinars. So, uh, just shoot us a message and, we're trying to pick up, you know, we need exposure too, so we can get the word out to more people and we'd love to do something like that. But for now, uh, all we can do is get you guys to subscribe, maybe share, uh, with a friend and that's all we can do. So yeah. Follow on Instagram, the internship podcast, feel free to message us there, or you can shoot us an email. All right. Thanks so much guys. Um, should have this podcast out, uh, should have the podcast with Derek out shortly after this one. So stay tuned this week. And uh, if you guys need anything, let us know. Thanks. See ya.